Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hey, everyone. Welcome. It's Michelle here. Um, okay, so I got a few minutes or a second. Am I minutes? Late. Okay, so I meditate before the show, you know. So I'm meditating. I have my little new agey, chill music, ambient, whatever you want to call it, on, and I'm just, like, so zoning, and then I see this little reminder, like, 12.03, I'm like, ah! <laughs> All right, so, hey, everybody in the chat, welcome. Welcome those who are on the phone line listening by the phone. Um, if you're new to the program, maybe you just surfed in or you're wanting to listen to our amazing guest, um, you are in the right but you're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache, and we love diving in. We love questions, email questions, and topic suggestions, guest suggestions. This is a community, ever-evolving, independent, awakening, awakened community. So um, I always say the listeners are participants. You guys are co-creating this with me. So if you uh, did have a question or a comment or you wanted to ask something or Get a reading, that number is 347-539-5122, and press 1 on your keypad. I do see a lot of people in the queue. Please press 1 on the keypad if you do want to um, talk, because a lot of people listen by phone. So um, you might be at work. I've done that before. But I, I may pick up anyway. Aha, I see you, 719-614-780. Um, yeah, I've done that before. So I'm really, okay, I'm going through so many, much growth and changes. Um, those of you that have been walking, crawling, flying these steps uh, with me uh, know that. So I've been posting quite a bit about it. I'm going to actually add more to my blog. But I want to give you guys some links because people are like, oh, what well, can I email me? Or I didn't know you did this. Or I didn't know you were on YouTube. And I was a long time ago, actually, when I first got on Twitter and and then I just kind of fell off of it, but I've been doing these pick a card readings, which are so synchronistic. They're just, I am so love doing it. Tamara, hey, you in the chat, you did one of mine, one for June. I've got two more to load up. I've got two. I've got one on career and one on soul's growth, soul's path, and um, kind of waiting for the relationship stuff. There's some stuff that's been coming through on it, but right now it's been, um, it's just been woven in and not specifically that, but I can just tell you, and I was talking to my friend, actually, I was talking to Paulo last night, and I was saying, um, explaining what I was, you know, doing, and he said, well, it's like you're tapping into the Akashic, and I said, yes, and he's, we're talking about how that is the internet, is really the Akashic, because you connect in through the subtle energy. Well, it's ether, right, ethernet, and there's the etheric or ether field, um, because I can actually feel the people some of them that I'm reading for, or groups of them. And I know if you go to my um, YouTube channel, uh, Michelle Mache or Light Being 21, 
back in the day, I didn't put my first, my real name. I was light being 21. <laughs> anyway, so either, either, either uh, handle will get you there. So I remember in the second card or stack of cards I'm reading, and it's, it's, it's about, what's pretty about relationships, it's about life disappointments and moving on and it being empowered and magician. Anyway, there was some kind of specific stuff that comes through, which is so cool because I get people leave comments. And Cameron's um, <laughs> putting, I remember those days. I know, right? Now it's like, go big or go home. Shine bright. Okay. So I'm doing the reading, and, and it happens this way with, with all of them is I think, why is this coming through? Or this doesn't make sense. Or this is non sequitur. Where is this coming from? And then I'll get comments. Oh, my God, this is exactly what I'm going through. I mean, last month it was, I, I start, I was, it was about a disappointment relationship. And I was like, oh, somebody's boss. They're really not liking where they're working. And they just had another person, I feel there's issues with the boss or supervisor. Or they just got in an argument. So in the comments, I get, yes, my boss. And I want to leave my job. And, you know, I just had an argument with my supervisor. And I'm like, oh, my God. So anyway, this last reading, out of the blue, I go, I feel somebody's moving. And someone just moved. They moved for a job. And the job, they, they thought it was going to be the job of the, their life. And they just hate it. They don't like the job. They're so disappointed in the job. And there's disappointment now in your life. And you have to move back. You're moving back. From wherever you move from, you're moving back home, and lo and behold, I get in the comments, you know who you are. I think it was Ajna, is that your name? Um, China saying, I'm, coming, I'm moving back to Vancouver, and I'm like, there it is. It just, and I think because it's the next wave, next level of being, as we're all becoming more telepathic, and also what I'm going to be talking about is, and James where are you? Are you on the line? Because he prompted this by his question. I, this is what I'm saying, you guys. We're doing this together. I, I, mean, I love the learning. I love the unfolding. Um, so, and I've been talking about this, this whole idea of faith and what it really means. It's not religious. It's faith in the unseen. But yet we feel something. We know something. We're so guided, you know. Like I was saying a couple weeks ago, like, I call it being held by tweezers above the Grand Canyon. But the tweezers aren't, you're not, you're not going to get dropped. You know, have you ever seen tweezers, especially the ones they have nowadays? They hold on to something, pliers, whatever. But the ego doesn't see it that way because the ego is, is framed for the past. And, and, and that's great. And that's fine. <laughs> that's that old, that's all another topic. But so, I've been looking at this and really connecting in, and some of you that have been doing my teleworkshops, you know, I've been sharing this, you know, way of dropping down into the, into the heart center to feel from the heart or intuit and see from the heart, get the information from the heart, then, you know, and the gut, but, but bringing in the gut and the brain later, right? <laughs> Spirit of Form says I want vice grips myself. Yeah, maybe vice grips are better than tweezers. You can see I've been using this analogy for a long time. So, yeah, vice grips, I think, yeah, might be a little bit better. Um, how about a net below? We all want a net, right? Well, we're free-falling more and more, right? And so as we're living more and more in the present and being drawn or pulled by our future, our future life, our future self, 
again, it's possible to know what's going to happen and make your decisions by your future instead of your past. And it, and it's again, it's going beyond the thoughts. It's waiting for the, the, the movement, the, the flash of insight, and it's following that. And part of it is we have not been formatted, and I say that because it's really a formatting, it's a socialization, training, entrainment. We've been formatted to think and think and think and mull things over. And how's that working? It doesn't work. It never has. It's great when we're teaching or talking, but we've all, see, we've all had the teacher that teaches that way. And I think that's why I always got great, and I still get good comp, great compliments, actually, <laughs> if you say so myself, about teaching. It's because I'm always in the process. I'm always learning. I have a curriculum. I have a set something that I'm going to do, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. Every group is different. So I can't think about it. I can't always say, you know, and this is what I would tell some of the um, universities and spiritual centers I would work at. I'm like, they're like, well, what about your, what are you doing to, you have to put plan. And I said, I can give you an outline, but I'm not going to be one of those people that says, oh, yeah, 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 but she does this. On, oh, oh, you're you're on that. You're going to cover this. You'll know what I'm going to cover, but not necessarily how because people are different. So anyway, this whole dropping into the heart to feel that the seat of the soul and letting your vision unfold and draw you, you know, out, draw you. And so it's, it's very interesting Um and it reminds me of somebody that I worked with for a while. Um, gosh, now I'm not thinking of his name, but he does, he has a a, a a book out on relationship, the lion and the unicorn. Mark Waller. There we go. And I remember asking him because you know a lot of you know I do all kinds of meditations, obviously, and teach meditation for, for years. I have books and CDs on meditation. And I was talking about the thoughts and. And he was, and he was, he's right. He's saying, you know, it's the, but you're not the thoughts. And I know, I said, well, I'm, we're the essence or what's in between the thoughts. That's what comes in. And so he, there's this whole process of thought watching, and which is pretty powerful. And he said, but you watch the thought and you notice that it's a thought, but you don't, but as you keep watching the thought and saying thought, right, thought, you're watching the thought, you move into this place where there is no thought. And the, but the key is to live from that place, right? And then when I started doing it more and more, I was like, this is kind of scary. And I was like, why? And I go, well, you're just out there. They're, they're, you're there. You're not, you're not showing up as anything. I said, it's a bit like swimming in the middle of the pool in the deep end or out in the ocean. And there's no railing. There's no edge or to, to hold on to. And he said, why don't you reframe that instead of scary that it's exciting. <laughs> How about that, everyone? So I'm kind of, I feel like I'm more living that now through things I've gotten from my guides and more training that I've done and, you know, inner work, et cetera, et cetera. And I, that's what I feel like what we've been taught, what I've been intuiting, what I've received from the guides and oversouls of that next level, it's Aquarian. It's, it's being in that psychic space, the space of the psyche, the inner psyche, in the transcendent world, in everyday living. It's seeing the magic, the mystery. It's getting the signs. It's asking for the signs. And it becomes very palpable. You can feel it. 
And, you know, it's, it is very alive. It's very exciting. And, and I feel like the more you live this way, the less fear you start having. It becomes more excitement. And I would imagine by athletes that I've worked with some uh, elite athletes, even Olympian, Olympic winner athletes, and everyone, and even, and even like, um, let's see, people that I know that, are, that I either know personally as friends or clients that, um, you know, perform on large stages, like, you know, rock bands and, you know, artists or, um, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, stage artists, theater artists. They all say the same thing. They do the lines. They know the songs. Whatever. They just show up. They're kind of naked. They kind of just go out there. And even if there's fear, they go, well, I just, I just know the song is going to come, the next song, or I just know the next note, or I just know I'm going to remember my – and some of them say, I'm so frightened. But they go out there, and there's nothing there. They're just going out there waiting for the cue, that it's somehow everything is going to magically be there. So I was looking at that this morning. I thought, well, you know, my meditation, you know, this stage, you know, just you're kind of pushed out there. But we've been taught to plan and prod and remember what, how you did it last time or we read the books, the best way to do this or do that. I'm not saying those things can't help you, and there's some obviously general things that work in this human world. But as we're more and more living 5D and above or expanded, those don't work anymore, and that's not where the creativity is. That's not where the creative solutions are. So, again, it's going to be a bit of a balance. Um, but it does really amp you up and raise your vibrational frequency living this way. And speaking of that, I have, I'm doing, I'm so excited. I talked about it the other day. I'm going to bring it up again. because um, High Vibes to Love and Manifestation. I'm doing a, 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 well, it's a program or it's happening. I don't know what you want to call it. It's, a, you know, part of the soul path. Because we're going to start Saturday, uh, June 16th. And it's a month long, so we'll meet on the 16th and we'll meet on July 14th. So we meet to open up. We're going to do some deep clearing work, looking at patterns. But I'm going to be giving weekly, you know, coaching and ways to keep the vibrational frequency raised and be more in the future, the future self, letting the future self lead you and guide you, right? That's why I always do clearing work. It is important to clear the past, to know where those vows, those decisions are, uh, where you're repeating patterns and why. why you need to know why. People say, oh, why do you have to go back and look in the past? You do to some degree, but not live there, right? But it makes sense. And it's also very empowering when you go, well, of course I do this pattern because everybody else in my family did it. You know, of course, this is what I learned. This is what I grew up with. It's very empowering to know that you're not cray-cray, <laughs> that there's a reason you have the patterns that you have. There's a reason you do what you do. And so part of the, the, the big healing work, I feel the transformative work, is dissolving those or those blocks energetically and then through the, the beliefs or thought process. So you can get to the real you. You can get to the soul blueprint instead of all these templates or remodels. We're like we've, we've all had all these remodels that aren't up to code. <laughs> so it's about getting to that part of you that can navigate like, well, I want to do it differently. You know, I want to do it this way. This is the right way for me. So um, I'm doing that. So that's going to be, that's the main focus. Um, and then also on, uh, I think it's June 23rd, 29, is connecting to your higher self. Um, you see, I just 
it's good that I remembered to talk about this because I promised I would. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So high vibes to love and manifestation. And that's also self-love. It's the love bug. It's the, the source of love because everything comes from that imminent innate intelligence, that one source. It just comes through different people and situations and creativity and creations love relationships, marriage, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's the 16th, June 16th, and then um, and that goes from June 16th to July 14th. We only meet twice in the, in the group setting, uh, but we'll be in contact throughout the month. And then uh, June 23rd is connecting to your higher self. Um, yeah, yeah, and if you want more information on that, you can go to soulplayground.life, go to the happenings and events, or you can go to uh, Eventbrite as well, and right around the time we should be posting, posting it. Let me see what is in the chatty. Um, spirit form. I need to learn to trust my gut and flow. Yes. Uh, yes, my thinking has become stinking thinking because I tend to overthink and become stressed and overwhelmed. I think the same. Yeah. Even if I meditate. Sometimes I'm telling you my mind will get going. The only thing that gets me out of it is, is uh, mantra meditation, you know, some chanting or singing or um, yeah, otherwise, I can go around it. And I know. And then what happens to me is what I knew was going to happen intuitively or psychically ends up happening. And my f- close friends will say, Michelle, you knew. Why did you worry? You knew what was going to happen. And I'm like, I know, but there's this doubt or part. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. It's not with everything, but certain things I just like my friend says, it's too fantastical, but that's what we're meant to live now, is the fantastical. Um, Tamara saying, need to practice the art of reframe and the magic and the mystery. Yes, thank you, Tamara. Yeah. That magic, and you know, as I'm kind of growing and going to my own next level, I'm just seeing that's what it's always been about, but it's been dumbed down to be power over or overpower. I think that's where if you look at, you know, our, our little ills, our little our things that we go through and then bigger, bigger ones, personality disorders, you know, bullying, it's not being connected to the magic and mystery. It's not feeling safe. Life gets dry. When life is dry, it's scary. You know, we, when we have worries and we, and we need to talk to someone about it, we need to have a way to reframe it or tap in to that magic and mystery to know wherever we are and whatever circumstances, it's going to be okay. You know, that we are going to be helped. And um, speaking of that, did you guys see on my Insta story? I, uh, by the way, connect with me on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, all that and Twitter. We can keep in contact. I do a lot of posting those of you that are just listening to the program. And if you like what you hear and we have, always great people commenting and, and posting stuff as well, especially in the Awakenings um, community page. So, oh, yeah, so yesterday I went to the spa, and I was having an amazing time. I, I posted, and I get ready to go in this, like, little infrared, like, individual sauna, go in the bathroom, chain, I'm in my little towel. The door is locked. The doorknob is locked, okay? I keep turning and turning it. I have a little panic, oh, and then I'm like, okay, calm down. Then I think, oh, it's probably just my lotion. So take the towel, rub off the – no, it's not opening. I haven't had my phone because I wanted to take some pictures. So I 
go to call the front desk, and it says no Internet. So that, they're, they're, a, they're a smart spot. They don't want you using the phone because <laughs> people would, you know. So I start, hello, tapping. <laughs> Nobody's coming because it's way in the back. Then I'm, then I'm <laughs> knocking harder. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's no way out of it, right? And I didn't want to scream. I didn't want to bust the door down. So um, after a while, I think, I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes, someone – I don't know if it was ten minutes. It felt, it felt like ten or fifteen minutes, but it, it was for sure at least five because nobody heard me for a while, you know, and I just kind of had to, you know, wait there. So all of a sudden, the manager comes, and she she can't get the door open. And that was funny. She's like, just unlock it. Turn the key. I'm like – if I could unlock it, I would have already unlocked it. You know, I have been using doorknobs for a while. That's what I was thinking in my head. Everybody, other massage therapists come, just have her unlock the door. She can't unlock the door. And I'm like, it won't unlock. So finally, she goes and gets some screwdriver thing. She takes, she has to take the doorknob off. Still won't unlock. The doorknob is off and there's some little thing in there, mechanism and can't get the door, and that won't let us out, let me out. So she's like, I have to run to my car because I have tools in there. <laughs> so then she runs to the car, comes back, and, I don't know, pries the thing out, and I got out. <laughs> so anyway, uh, one of my friends said, well, it sounds like you didn't want to leave. So um, that could have been. It was so amazing there. But anywho, but helpers, magical helpers magical helpers I you know was helped uh, you know somebody helped me all right everybody shall we get to callers uh, and again that number is three four seven five three nine five one two two I hope everything's okay in the chat because it's saying that we're not connected so let's see if we can get the chat back connected uh, let's see can you hear me seven eight oh nine nine four Hello. Chat is back. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, that would be upsetting to me. Oh, you hear? I'm back in the chat. Oh, you see me? Okay. Hi, everybody. Okay. So, some reason, the, um, oh, I hope this isn't the things to come. What's going on here with the, uh, now I can't get to the switchboard. Not highlighting. Okay. That's not a good sign because we have our guests coming on. Let's see. Okay, yeah, well, let's see, she's back in the chat, oh, we're here. Well, upsetting to me. Yeah, it was, um, it would have been if I hadn't been able to get out that much, but it, it was ended up being funny. But, uh, and then after that, I had my infrared, so I was fine. It, I was so, between the Thai massage and that, um, and some other healing work, I was, you know, it, it didn't bother me, I guess. I had one little panic, and then I'm like, do your breath work. Do your meditation. <laughs> do your meditation. Okay, so I don't know what is going on with – can you guys hear me? Because I can't – let's see, the, uh, the studio. I'm trying to refresh. Hold on in the queue. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let's just open another page. Uh, Spirit of it's good you had those tools to use to help you stay calm, cool, and collect. Yes. I don't know how long. Um, 
Oh, Tamara, you had a very hard time getting in a chat. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, but I don't know how long. I mean, there was water in there. I guess, you know, um, the window really couldn't get out of. I guess I could have just screamed in the back. Okay, I do not know what is going on, but this, let's see. Try a new window. Oh, I hate when the internet, when it does this either BTR or the internet and I'm not able to get to the peeps the peeps online in the studio it just hmm oh golly 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 and it says help I'm not able to I guess just wait you know try to refresh it's good. It's working. The chat is good. Yeah, see, in the chat, did the chat room, um, did the chat close down or freeze? Okay. All right. Well, it's very slow. I don't know if it's my on my end or BTR or, you know, sometimes we get a Unfortunately, which BTR, which I should really have Sadie talk to them or, or email them about this because um, the bandwidth sometimes gets too crowded. You know, they need to up it, up the bandwidth. Like we're all upping the, our own bandwidth. They need to up their bandwidth, right? Maybe a little, a little talk through the email. Okay, let's see. Okay, I think I'm going to oh, I might bounce you guys back Okay, the Spirit Informa is saying The chat has been working on my end I did notice you disappeared a quick minute But then you were back, Michelle Okay, so it just Well, now it happens to be on the um, I don't really know what to do. It happens to be on the end of the, let's go, let's see. Aha, maybe I got in this way. Nope. Sorry, callers. It's wonky, I know. I don't know why. Don't know why. Yeah, it's not letting me get in. I know there's a lot of dead air, but I'm really trying to get to callers. We have so many callers, and I really I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And I also want to be able to get our guest on, Hallie Bourne. We're going to be talking about perspective is everything. So what's the perspective that I have should have right now when the um, studio has disappeared and only the what does it say? Make sure you don't have any other pages, tabs open. They might be slowing stuff down. Oh, told you it could, might be me because I do. Let's see. Let me disappear them. Let me disappear it. Let's see if that helps because I was doing some work. So let's see. Let's see if that helps. Thank you, Spirit Inform. Appreciate that. Thought it, I forgot about that. No. 
Yeah, now it's still. If I can get it on this end. Hey, Michelle. Oh, seven, eight. Hey! Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Open. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Welcome. <laughs> now I just have to open the chat somewhere. Okay, let's see how this goes. But at least, at least I got you. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, well, give me your first name. <laughs> While we're on air. It's Michelle. Michelle, it's oh, Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Hey. Hey. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. So, uh, what's your question? Well, I'm kind of curious. It's um, funny. I've, I actually used to have a crush on one of my bosses years ago, and it turns out he's single now. Yeah, so I'm just, okay. yes. <laughs> so I got brave and messaged him. Oh, <laughs> nice. That? Nice. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious because he actually gave me his phone number, which I was kind of surprised about. So. Oh, that's a good sign. Like, mm. I know, because he could have just left it very businesslike because it was on LinkedIn, right? So. Okay. Um, I'm kind of waiting to hear from him, but yeah, thank you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely, definitely feel you're going to not only hear from him, but end up going out. I definitely feel that. Um, Yeah. He's, um, but I feel like it's a, it's a new divorce, right? It's kind of new. Feels new. Well, three years. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not that new. You don't know if he was dating someone else? I feel someone else has been around. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Well, you'll, I, I think you'll, you'll be able yet. to do that or find that out. Yeah. So let's look. I always like to ask with the best perspective. A lot of love in the air. Love in the air. Let's Yeah, be open. Take it. Be open, but take it slow. So it seems mm-hmm. like a good connection, but for some reason, it's say I feel like that either he didn't quite get over. I don't know if it was a long relationship, but there feels like there could be some little. He's starting to get branch out again. So I don't know if there was somebody really quick afterwards, but I feel he is starting to branch out. Okay. Which is perfect. Good timing for you. Enjoy, Michelle. Keep us Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're welcome. Blessings. Blessings. Let's see. 614-039. Hello. Hello, Michelle. James here. I thought it was you. Did you see my post? (laughs) Oh, no. I haven't, but um, uh, I've been really enjoying your post lately. Um, I uh, I love that... um, the, vid, the YouTube vid of the uh, cards you did, the tarot cards. Oh, did you do it? Oh, well, I, um, I, because as you laid them out, I decided which one I wanted, and I, I think I went to the right pile, and, um, um, cool. and as you went, that was really cool. So that was good. I, um, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do that again next time I come up. It was good. Um, nice. But, um, a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might, well, I've been having informal discussions with my boss about 
buying business from him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering what you might, mm. what you feel about that. Okay. Is he retiring? Yeah, that's his plan, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it shows retirement. It shows him. Um, hmm. Well, it's so interesting. There's a lot of what I see, like eighth house. So there is talk about money. I don't know. Would you have to – you definitely have to work something out with him. I. It could be like a succession. Has he talked to somebody – Feels like there could be another company interested in in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's possible. Yep. Yeah, I feel like he's been putting out feelers. Um, mm. And if you had a partner, a partnership, but it does say to go towards it, go for it, start building the foundation. Have you started talking yet to him about it? Yeah, we've had a couple of informal discussions. Okay. I think it's going to be like that for a, a little bit. I feel like he's kind of watching to see if you're how serious. Um, I do feel if you do it, James, because um, it does show entrepreneurial energy around your building, building something new. I, I feel like you're, there's a partner, and I don't know if it's his partner that you're working with or you bring somebody on board, but I don't see you doing it completely alone. So I don't know if that makes, um, makes sense. And there could be well, some expansion. Is that it, there feels like there could be other offices or something? Does that make like there could be some expansion going on? I think you're going to help him expand. Um, well, actually, I think where we are in that process now, we um, we're um, advertising. We're looking for new staff. Uh, there's a lot of new work around, and we do need to build. Oh, that must um, be. It. Okay, because yep. I see other offices and I see sales. Some, I keep hearing sales or sales force. Does that make sense? Or representative. Um, anyway, I see. I definitely see the expansion. There's definitely expansion taking place. Um, I think he's going to watch and see how you how this goes and how you handle it. And I feel like. Um, he does have that side of him, kind of like pop, father energy, like I want to hand it to somebody that really cares. I feel more yep. than the money. Yeah. So, yeah, yep. I know it looks good, actually. It looks good. It's not It's not right away. It's, it's the expansion is going to take key presidents right now is what I'm hearing. But it does. It looks yep. like it's going in your favor. It's just it's, it's a process kind of like dating it's getting to know you kind of thing you know it's like yeah. I feel like it's that kind of, yeah it's like I do feel he wants to leave it behind leave a legacy wants to leave it behind um he wants to leave it in good hands is what I'm hearing and I definitely see him retiring not too far off you know we still mm. hang around a bit I feel like that yeah yeah well, that um Oops. that all sounds about that yeah that feels feels about right um does it feel right? So, um, cool. Yeah, it does feel right. Yeah, because it, um, it, there's a lot. It's a, it's a lot at stake. It, it's a big mouthful um, financially, um, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, there certainly needs to be a um, a lead into it. I think so. Um, yeah, that's good. I just I 
these sort of sounds that's sort yeah of, you're on the right nice. track it's looking like you're you're definitely on the right path right track and right path mm. cool very good okay good to thank hear you. from you mm-hmm. thanks thanks Much yeah. Hi, nine seven three two five five. You're on air. Trying to get the chat back. No. Hey, nine seven three two five five. Hi. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing great. Who's this? I'm good. This is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. Um, I had a question um, because I just went through a breakup, and you were very helpful with time (laughs) Um, but my question is I guess you know love life moving forward because I know I definitely want like a partnership in the future just don't know if you pick up anything as far as like anything new ooh well, first of all, I got get yourself out there. I do feel that you're going to be dating more. I want to say I feel somebody stronger around you that probably, let's I'm going to check it again. Um, maybe, yeah, the end of the year. Um, okay. Well, that doesn't mean you won't be dating. I don't know if I'm seeing that it gets, you know, stronger there or more, you know, commitment. Let's do this. We're, we're not afraid. Let's, hey, let's do this thing seems to come between Sagittarius time and Aquarius. And he could, could be a Sag. What, what's your what's your sun, sun? Do you know your sun sign? Gemini. And or your moon? Oh, your Gemini. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. well, so the Aquarius would be good because it's uh, air. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like it could be something. Well, it's a destiny issue, but I also feel like it could be something out of work or something public, or you could meet in a public place. I don't necessarily feel something online, I, and then and then it gets stronger. I feel something, you know, as they say, IRL in real life. Um, mm-hmm. So there is definitely someone. Um, well, let me ask you about your work situation. Do you guys go out? Do you hang out at work, or or do you have a friend that has work situations, parties, or something, events? Sometimes we have um, events for work, yeah, events? like um, okay. networking or recruiting events, things like that. It could be something along that, because I feel you a little more um, work, you know, kind of work clothes, but like after work clothes you know maybe you wore a different dress or a jacket or something but so there there could be could be around one of those events okay there's somebody that from the past there's somebody from my past that's trying (laughs) to kind of get back Ah. in go that route (laughs) well that's a that's a whole separate question now jennifer yeah Well, that could be either one of the ones. I go, why are you not wanting to go? What's your your hesitation? Um, we dated. We were really young when we dated, and a lot of trust issues involved. And then he got married, mm. and he, um, he's in the process of divorce. So it's like I'm kind of scared okay. to go back. Not, you know. Yeah. 
I think he's one of the the casual ones I've seen. But like, oh, you're dating. I, I don't I don't necessarily know that. Um, he's the one. The you know could be an opener is what I'm hearing. You know, sometimes we get people to kind of open us up to the possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, just not. When I ask about him, do you have a first name or initial? L. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't get I don't get him real good in the marriage either. Oh no, he's so deception. Was he cheaty? Was he a cheaty cheaty type? I feel yeah. there's something there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Ah. I'm not saying people can't change. I know some people that have, but it's very hard because cheating has a lot to do with a person's self-esteem. And if they haven't done the deep work on themselves, Mm -hmm. they think that it's going to be a new relationship, a new person. I don't, I'm kind of saying if you keep it light, if you do hang out with him, I feel like he's, he could wind you in. He can be a charmer, but I just, Mm -hmm. I don't feel, you know, I know there's always two sides to every story and relationship, but sometimes it is one person's fault, let's <laughs> just say, uh-huh. and the other person giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know, or trying to be in there. Um, a lot of arguing. Mm-hmm. He, he's an arguer, too. A lot of screaming and yelling mm-hmm. and arguing. Um, he's a little baby in a man's body. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's somebody else. I, I feel it's someone else. Okay. You probably will see him, maybe flirt around, but I, I feel like you're going to have, I feel like you're going to be listening to his stories, and in your head you're going to be thinking, hmm, two sides to every story. Right. No, that makes but, sense. But definitely, a lot of sense. Hmm? Good. That Good. makes a lot of sense, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <sighs> Trust you your so intuition much. on that one. You're welcome, Jennifer. I Talk will. Thank you. Bye. Hi, 404587, you're on air. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing how are good. You? Good. I'm What's doing your first name? Um, Asia. Good. Nice. Lucia? Asia. Hi, Asia. Asia. Asia, okay. Now, now I can hear you better. Okay, Asia. Uh, what's your question? Um, My question is, do you um like when do you see me like working? I've been doing applications. I have interview, but it's like a testing for the cab county nine one one on the thirteenth of this month. So, I'm not sure. And work, you're wanting work. Yes, ma'am. Work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. First thing I heard was July. So it it could maybe be end of June, but I feel July that shows more stability or in the work situation. Mm-hmm. You're going to be hearing something in two weeks, maybe two and a half weeks. Um, mm-hmm. You might go there and then come back again. Is what I'm hearing. So it could be a second interview, or they or 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 they could have what I'm hearing too. They could have hired someone else. And that didn't work out, and then they call you, or they decide that they need to hire two people. So there's something, there's some little glitch with the hiring there, but it's definitely showing work. And the first thing that I heard was July. July. All right, Asia. 
Oh, yeah. well, well, can I? Um, do you see like a reconnection with me and this one guy? Which one guy? Um, his name starts with a J. Last name L. Okay. Pisces. Pisces. Okay. A lot of reconnecting and rekindling I can feel in the ethers. Um. You know what? Look for stuff like this. I feel for you, things pop in more July, August on. And I do see you at some kind of um, party, house party or something. There could even be a pool, maybe apartment complex or something. I feel like you could talk, or re- but I also feel, I feel like you could go someplace where he's there and somebody else is there that you're also really interested because I see you giggly with a girlfriend about it. So I feel like you'll reconnect, but I also feel that there's going to be someone else coming in also, and you're going to have a choice. One of them, a a Bobby or Robbie, Robert, Bobby, but B B name like that. Um, Robert, we'll call him Bobby, but Bobby, there's um, Jermaine or, that uh, could be a girl, Charmaine, Charmaine, Charlemagne, Charlene, something like that name. But yeah, you're definitely going to be in a relationship. I don't this this guy. It feels it feels fun, and yeah, and that's what the guys are kind of saying for you to open up and just have fun and be more flirty. But I feel like once the job is there, you're going to be a little more settled, not so worried. Then I feel like a really good summer for you. I feel like you're really out and about. All right, Ashia. Whoops, I think we lost her. Did we lose her? I think so. Okay. Oh, let's see. I'm looking for the guest in the chat. Okay, I think did the guest have a five zero five number, but they're not showing. Okay, let's see. Hello, you're on air. Can you hear me, caller? Private caller, you're on air. Okay, let's go to the next one. Hello, you're on air. Oh, Private hi. caller. You can hi. Hello, you're on air. Oh, yeah, I just name? heard that. It's, it's Jeanette. How are you? Hey, Jeanette. I'm doing great. Good. You just heard what? Good. Yeah, I just heard that little um, unmuted sound, then I knew. Oh, maybe you can hear oh, me now. Good. Oh, good. Oh, you did. Oh, what does it say? Yeah. So I know because I'm not. I've never called in. What does it? When I unmute, what does it say? You're unmuted. Yeah, unmuted. Perfect. Now that I know that. Good. So, what's your question? So my question, although it's very tempting to uh, to stick with the subject, <laughs> with the trend oh, of asking no. about no, the trend. Uh, well, I like breaking trends. Let's this do yeah. it all. So, so I'm about to break a trend, and okay. like I said, although it's tempting, I am, um, you know, I am working with um, manifesting um, not only my soul's purpose, but also the flow of income. In other words, going from mm-hmm. living from hand to mouth to, I mean, prosperity. You know, I'm not afraid to say yeah. that I'm definitely wanting to step into prosperity. So I was hoping you can give me some insight. You know, what do you see around that? 
Okay, let's see. Take a breath and release. The first thing I heard, and it's kind of cliche-ish, do what you love, and it also shows multiple things. Yeah. As well as, yeah, as well as investing is what I'm hearing. Um, let's see. How do I get to that point? <laughs> Those are two things well, that you, I feel like I'm in the fog yeah, about, like, you know. Like, like what ex- specifically to do? Yes, what specifically to do, exactly. Well, see, that's where the abundance comes into the prosperity is doing, you know, it sounds cliche, it's what you love. Like, like some, I know some people that I've worked with that are, you know, multi-million billionaires, and some of them, started with something they love doing and some of them just love the lifestyle so they they invested in businesses and they, they like that some of them like crunching numbers you know and they like building coming in and startup and building it and and you know selling it or starting over you know so mm-hmm. i feel because the, the first thing i heard like take a, a breath do what you love but also take a breath let there be space so that you can find what it is that you really want to do. Give me, I'll, I'll take a little peek here, um, Cycle White. Give me, um, Jeanette, your, your birth date, if you will, please. Sure. July 17th, 1958. Okay, let's see here. I just want to see its natal energy. Okay. Well, at the first, it, I kept hearing products and services, but you you're work well with people. You work well one-on-one with people. Um, so anything where you're being a liaison or advocate or representative, and then if you focus on products and services around that, you know, maybe even um, maybe even online. Uh, real estate, like that could be part of the investing. But you need mm-hmm. to get the foundation is what I'm hearing. So that could be the, the basic work. So you're kind of in the, you know, work mode. It doesn't have to take a long time, but it does have to be focused effort, right? Mm-hmm. But but it's showing you don't yet know what it is that you really want to do. So that's the big part of it, Right. Right, exactly. And I was just wondering if you could feel any kind of increase coming in for me within the next 30 days because I'm trying to open up that channel. Sometimes we don't always have to figure out all the pieces to the puzzle um, to, you know, but opening up the channel is what I keep feeling like I want to be but you doing. Have- but you're also but you're also on the earth plane, and you have to have at least the foundation. See that that's the thing you have that because it works by resonance. So um, when you say foundation, when you say foundation, what do you mean? Well, you you need to you need to you know be living somewhat in what it is that you want to do or what you want to draw in. There there needs to be that possibility, unless you're talking about like some kind of accident or, um, you know, 
suing somebody or something or, or you know, something that's out of the blue or winning the lottery or something like right. that. Um, mm-hmm. Which I sometimes see huge amounts of money coming into people that, uh, that you know, maybe somebody's crossed over or a state or, or some kind of, you know, tragedy has happened. I'm not really picking up that on you because part of what I feel your learning is and your path is, is, is playing in the realm of the material, you know, and working with that. So we do get exponential leaps. We do get openings, but usually there's a, some kind of foundation that's, that's been laid or that's a track that's been there, you know, um, it's like the actor or somebody that used to do acting, let's say, and let's say even in their 50s, 60s, or 70s or something, they get pulled off the side of the road or something. They're walking, somebody's, oh, we need a character like you. There's a resonance there, you know, or they, or they worked in a play or something, you know, years ago. So what I feel is you need to, you need to get into the game of, of playing bigger, and that's what's going to draw that in. So it's kind of more the earth plane stuff at the moment. Well, I think that's too. Well, I've been doing the earth plane thing for a long time, and it's at that point where I want to up the game in terms of not just building the foundation any longer or not just playing in the earth game, but going bigger in terms of doing what my heart wants to do, like really coming from the heart center with passion what is... and, and making mm-hmm. an impact. Mm-hmm. So what? Well, then, what's your what's your question for me then? Um, how do I get from point A to point B? I'm, right now, I'm in a very financially um, scary situation position, and I'm wanting to see what how that's going to resolve itself. What what insight can you give me? Well, see, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I know you. You know, I I live in that realm, drawing things in. I'll think of something and it'll come in. You know, but. Uh, you can keep, you can do that, you know, through visioning, you can, you know, you can do that, that kind of stuff as well. But if there is some kind of, you know, it's not like an easy question to answer, like just look quick, because there's, there's multiple things I feel going on with you. Some of it is beliefs, some of it is beliefs, but you have some new beliefs coming in, but they're, they're, they're conscious, they're in your rational mind. But what your emotional body is saying and your, and your subconscious beliefs are at opposition. When you can see spirit in the material, that's why I say the, when I say material again, I don't see the separation. So I see whatever I need is coming from one source. It doesn't matter if it's a car or $1,000 or $100,000. So the, the spiritual and the material are not different. So for you to, and also to get into that game of building, see that you're make, building something, you're making the less ideal more and more and more ideal. Once you kind of, it's like riding a bicycle. Like the bike isn't going to go anywhere until we can't glide, until we get in and enjoy the pedaling. The enjoyment raises our vibrational frequency to then start drawing stuff in. So somehow you have to kind of get your mindset into that, into enjoying what you might see as, you know, kind of, redundant or you've, you've been doing this, you know, you have to somehow get into a situation to, to raise your vibrational frequency to draw in what it is that you want. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. So enjoy somehow enjoy the pedaling or get to pedal something that you can enjoy or you can see some kind of payoff. Um, this is why it's not necessarily money. This is why sometimes people say, oh, my God, I wasn't even working or or I took this volunteer job and all of a sudden I got this or this it, it turned into paying or I got this lump sum of money, you know, whatever. So whatever gets the pedal going, whatever gets that juice going, which is what the intuition wants us to do. It says we're at work within our circumstances to just start bumping it up, bumping it up. And then, but we have to work, you know, we have to work with that part of the mind that is, you know, frightened and, you know, kind of alleviate that and then get to pedaling and then, then, the, then the gliding comes in on the bike. You get to coast, and stuff starts coming in. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All, All right. righty. Keep it Thank coasting. you. Much peace. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Hello, you're on air. Hello. I'm waiting for Hallie. Five zero five. Hello, you're on air. Hello. Okay. That's not. Okay. Boy, I know a lot of dead signs. Sorry about that, you guys. I just don't know what the. I've rebooted, refreshed, browsers are closed, just things are cloggy. But I can hear the personal or private caller. You had, maybe you can't talk now because you're a, let's see. Okay, did we do 404-587? I think I did do that. Aha, there we are. We're back. Hopefully back in the chat. Sorry about that, you guys. It just shut down. I just it's very cloggy. Four zero four five eight seven. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're on air. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fine. Um. Cool. I have a love question. Oh, question. Do you see everything? A reconnection with me and this guy. Let's look and see. Okay. What's your first name? Ashia. Oh, you called already. I talked to you, Ashia. Yes, ma'am. But I don't know what happened. Like we lost connection or something like that. Oh, you got bounced out. Okay. You did, and you couldn't hear. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I couldn't okay. hear you. Okay. The chat back. Back on. Okay. Um, just know someone around you from the past, but I feel that um, you're going to meet someone else, and I feel that um, someone is coming in from. Uh, yeah, I'm back in the chat. Um, could you guys have mutual friends or something? I feel like you could see him at a party. Party. I don't have a mutual yeah. friend. You don't have mutual friends with him, or no? It no, shows too. It shows. 
it shows you, I feel July, August is much better for you um, mm-hmm. as far as dating and getting out there. But I do mm-hmm. see somebody at, like, it could be a barbecue, something. I feel like an apartment party. It does show mm-hmm. you there with a girlfriend and, and uh, meeting someone. Oh, there's our guest. Came on. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Oshay. Oh, so Keep listening. Keep us posted. All right. It's that time for our Awakenings guest. And uh, we have back with us Hallie Bourne, um, who is an author, uh, writer, poet, musician, and vocalist. Uh, she has created the Art Artful Living, which is a set of tools that allows you to stop running from creativity and harness the power that comes from understanding you are creation itself. Love that. Hey, Hallie, welcome to the program. Hey, Michelle, nice to talk to you again. You, you too, you too. We're so looking forward to it. <laughs> Um, awesome, me too. Good. Been a little crazy tech-wise here, but otherwise it's good. Everything's going well. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So, my dear, what have you, since the last time you were here, you're quite um, active. I know you have this, um, let's just dive in here. Um, this, I want to talk to you about your new program, your Love Yourself Now package, and then also the work that you're doing with helping people open to their creativity, because I feel like that's, that's the lane of the soul. That's when we can, being creative, self-expressive, we're connecting to our soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, the Love Yourself package includes my nine-week meditation program and then extra space mm-hmm. kind of in the midst of the program and following the program to help really craft um, and customize the needs for what people are coming to. And I feel like many of us are coming from a place of not giving ourselves enough space to really address mm-hmm. what the spirit is calling us to do. And so I, I have a tagline for my business called Slow Down, Tune In, and that's also the mm-hmm. name of the program. But it's now encompassed in this package, mm-hmm. Love Yourself Now, because I realized after teaching this program a couple more times, that it really is about learning how to tune in to those internal voices that have good things to say to us. I feel like most of us are pretty good at negative self-talk, right? But really being able to shift into that that place of yearning and need, there's there's more that we want to be paying attention to that's to our benefit to become... Um, more contented and happy and more effective in our lives. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I do feel that, um, I love what you're saying about that space because I feel that, you know, and I've been kind of going to my own next level of, on this as well. I think you, you, we touched upon that last time. But allowing that space or that pause or, like you say, slow down, tune in. And I'm finding that if I just it, – it, not to do it necessarily in a um, formal way or when I'm always going to do something, but it's like living from that space every day, every moment, mm-hmm. you know, with my decisions. I don't know what your thought is about that. Yeah, I I feel a couple ways about that. I I think it's great that you are able to do that, and I know that you have been journaling for your whole life, right? And so mm-hmm. I feel like 
like learning how to do that is is really what a lot of people don't know how to do. And in order to do that, intentional practice kind of bridges that gap. So a practice like journaling every day does just that. It helps to kind of uh, tune Mm -hmm. out those external voices and all the white noise so that we can really listen to ourselves. You know, we write about Mm -hmm. what's going on in our lives and how it's affecting us and am I... Am I living a life of meaning? And so mm-hmm. intentional practice becomes a way to gear the mind in that direction because society certainly isn't um, modeled to us in that way. It really is about always yeah. being interacting out there, right? Lots of activity yeah. and externalized validation, looking for security and love and, you know, all of it. But instead, mm-hmm. really learning how to source from within, it's, it takes learning. I don't think it happens for us naturally because we're not taught how. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I think, we're ta- we, I think we naturally know how to do it, and it's, uh, at least I could see it with me being, uh, like, schooled out, you know, schooled out or uh, socialized out, um, you know, and then there's layers and layers of, of, of don't do that. Look on the external or by gratif- mm-hmm. you know, out of gratification. Um, I think people are so driven. And I do find it's interesting. I and mean, you say, yeah, I'm naturally doing this. And, you know, I've been journaling forever and this and that. But I feel like there's always this next level or new level. Um, yes. Which I think, right? And I think, like, if, because, um, you know, a lot of people, and you probably get this, when people start on something like this, and I like how you said intentional living. There's always the idea of, well, where is it going to get me? Is it going to get me somewhere? Is it going to get me what I want? And mm-hmm. what would you say to those people? What would you, because it is this constant unfolding. What, because I feel like when people, part of the, you know, I mean, part of it is having that, you know, it, you know, you have that intention, you want to draw on something or manifest something. And then there is that part about letting go you know, waiting, what's in this comes in the space. What do you see as the balance with that? Gosh, I feel like you just asked me so many questions. I'm going to try to, <laughs> however, it came. try to sort well, through them. Kind of the yeah. Well, it was kind of like, it's like a little diamond. It's the facets. Cause I feel like they all weave together and I feel you, you do this, intuitively I think all of the little pieces yeah let me let me try to unpack that because there's a lot there and it's it's great because I had um I had a meeting with a client this morning who is introducing a five-minute intentional breathing meditation into her daily life and before before today she was seeing it as what am I, as you were saying, what am I going to get out of this? What is it doing for me? I think it's a waste of time. What is, what, why am I going to sit down and breathe for five minutes? And then she had a breakthrough today because she had a moment in her life where her, she was having trouble breathing because she was in a room that was filled with mold and started to feel really mm-hmm. uncomfortable in her body. And she made the link and the leap into I'm going to slow down and deepen my breath. And she experienced 
directly the calm that that brought her and the focus to her mind and was able to shift out of suffering and into just being. So, you know, living an artful life or an intentional life comes from being able to notice, being able to notice what's actually happening versus, you know, all the places that the mind can go at once. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you asked me about the creative piece and, this is really the core of what I offer to my clients is how do you shift your ordinary perspective into something that's not outside you but actually comes from you? And so engaging in a creative practice yeah. is just that, right? Because it shifts us out mm-hmm. of rational, daily, ordinary consciousness and into a place where there's possibility to expand our perspectives and see things from a broader, maybe even a bird's eye view versus, you know, this really hyper-focused, although focused is not quite the right word, but hyper-motivated to do lots of things at once rather than to really Mm -hmm. tune in. What am I doing now? And that Mm -hmm. same client, she had a breakthrough later in her life. You know, she had things like laundry to do that had been neglected because she'd been doing all of this creative stuff out in the world. And then she started talking herself into, it's okay for me to just do my laundry right now. It's okay for me to just Mm. lay down, snuggle my kitty, and go to sleep. You know, so it was Mm -hmm. a way to really just draw the mind from, you know, the many fragmented realms we can get into, which is usually not what's happening right now. And so she was able to come into... I'm going to do just this right now. That's where the artful part comes in because we become present. Mm. So powerful, but it, yeah, it's it, it's it's a it can be a leap, you know, because it seems like we're not doing anything or doing enough. That's that seems to be like a little disease of the times. Or the doing <laughs> enough, the doing enough, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's a great way to to put it. And I think that leads us right into our topic today about self-love because when we're not doing enough, it is coming from a place of feeling like we're we're not enough. Mm. So like we're not enough just as just as we are. And you're saying that the overdoing is that like overcompensation or where does that come from? I think it's overcompensation, yeah, and that that reaching for external validation, you know, doing enough in the in the relationships, doing enough in the work, doing enough in the world, mm-hmm. which can keep us really distracted from that core of just being. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it's a shift from activity and into um planning the future or ruminating about the past. And learning how to focus into, okay, what am I doing right now? This is what I'm doing. And just by that shift, we can start to feel into the why. Why am I doing this right now? Mm-hmm. And is this what I want to be doing right now? So you're right. It's not It's not um, something that happens overnight, especially if, if we're trapped in a pattern of a lot of doing and a lot mm-hmm. of distracted living, you know, where we feel like there's always something else to do. But to to then, you know, find those pauses to tune back in. What is my breath doing right now? 
And the amazing thing about the breath is that it's, you know, it has physiological effects. So we can talk about that scientifically and physically, that a short, shallow breath will manifest with anxious, worried thinking, you know, more inner critic kind of thinking, versus a slow, deep breath will automatically start Mm -hmm. soothing the nervous system. So that's the physiology. And then that's linked to more expansive, more creative, innovative thinking. And so Mm. it has to do with making a choice of how do you want to be approaching your life? Do you want to breathlessly be going through life? Or do you want to be choosing your life? Mm -hmm. Now, what would you say, and I'm sure you have clients of this, and I do as well, and definitely listeners would get this. Um, When people do have, quote, unquote, busy lives, or maybe they're working more corporate. Like, mm-hmm. let's say with like the program that you're doing, um, the Love Yourself package. I mean, does, is is this stuff that people can fit in if you're really busy, or is it, you know, more for people that are more, let's say, okay, I'm, I'm taking this time off to do this. I don't think people take have to take time to do it. It will take some time, though. I won't lie because it's intensive. And it's really about mm-hmm. um, shifting that orientation, you know, from mm-hmm. being like so external, right, that we're sort of depleting ourselves versus starting to schedule in times that we're feeding ourselves. And so the way the program is constructed is we meet for one hour every week, and then I ask people to set aside about 30 minutes a day to do the practices mm-hmm. involved, and those practices mm-hmm. have to do with, you know, just tuning into the stress responses um, and really taking this kind of intentional time where they're checking in and managing the stress in a direct way by slowing and deepening the breath. Mm. You said something earlier. What did you say? Feeding? Instead of feeding, like, what were you saying? Getting real nur- something I loved what you were saying. Something about nurse, the nourishment. Yeah, so, it so the, the, slowing the, down. Yeah, the, the kind of approach that we want to feed. Do we want to be unfocused and distracted and mm. kind of out of touch with ourselves? Or do we want to, you know, feed a way of being that, that is self-propagating, you know, that, that really mm. helps us mm. to check in with how our life is feeling to us, you know, not outside at all, but how is this feeling to me? just checking in and helps us start to notice mm-hmm. more things. And again, back to mm-hmm. creativity, what what makes people creative is their ability to be aware and to, you know, catch those, mm-hmm. those ideas and phrases of songs mm-hmm. and poems and pictures that come into the mind. You know, if we're always looking outside, those things are just going to flit right along with the other 60,000 repetitive thoughts we have in a day. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true. I, you know, I never looked at art that way, but I, yeah, now that I'm, everything I've ever done artistically, I had to pause. <laughs> I had to, whether I was writing or painting or doing, writing a poem, yeah. but there was something I, there was something I observed, there was something I felt, there was something I witnessed. Um, you mm-hmm. have a quote on your site that I, I so love. You said, what if your life could be your greatest work of art? 
I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I curious that. about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, on the topic of self-love, you know, there's a there's a lot of orientation towards looking for a perfect love, someone else who can make us feel like we belong, you know, and kind of accept. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, I think, um, accept what we haven't been able to accept in ourselves. And so that creates a conflict in relationship because it doesn't really come from them. It comes from inside. And so mm-hmm. if we can really look at in a in a deep, meaningful, authentic way at what we think we're here to do and experience so that life is not so much about who we end up with but more about who we evolve into, becoming better and better mm-hmm. versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then that's what yeah. can bring a relationship that's supportive, you know, versus always looking for someone else to do what we just haven't figured out to do for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, I mean, you know, when they talk about looking for love or opening to love and, you know, the whole idea of self-love and being in your own company, Mm-hmm. Is it because I sometimes get people asking me and they'll say, "Well, I'm not, you know, obviously, you always spend more time with yourself, love yourself, date yourself, do stuff." With, but a lot of times people will say, "Well, I don't, I don't know what what should I do by myself, or I'm not artistic, I'm not creative," because there seems to be mm-hmm. sometimes not right. I'm not saying you're saying this, but this inference that if you're spending, you know, if you like your own company. What are you, you know, you've got to be doing something. You've got to be beating or doing, you know, you've got to be doing something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. Get busy working. Yes. So what, yes. Right? What, so what is the key then? Okay. What is that? Like you even talk about start enjoying your own company and not wait around. Does that mean we, you're, we're all supposed to be doing stuff, you know, to, to be enjoying? That is a great point. I'm really glad you brought that up because I, I, I get that. And I've heard that too, and it's frustrating, especially I think if you're coming from a place of am I just supposed to pick up a canvas and start throwing paint on it? Yeah. The answer is y- yes and. <laughs> um, okay. I think it's important, again, to shift into starting to figure out what you're interested in. You know, a a lot of our focus, I think, is towards making money. You know, we're trying to find a job that will pay our electricity and, um, you know, maybe build a 401K if we're lucky. But really shifting um, into giving our interests some priority and then figuring out how to make Mm. space in the life to pursue it. So, for instance, and uh, to use a personal example, I have been really busy for a long time, and I don't do music or creativity for a living. It's really something I do as a, a way to feed that that way of life I talk about, you know, to stay open and present and evolving into a better version of myself. And because of that, my my creativity got kind of relegated into I'll do it when I have free time. And who has free time? However, right. I, I had this circumstance back in April a year ago where a really close friend, a pretty healthy, young, close friend died suddenly. And it jolted me into awareness of how much time do we actually have. 
And can I make some different choices about how I'm spending my time? And I realized I really wanted to study music. So I picked up a bass teacher because I wanted to understand rhythm more. I just made it happen. I didn't even know how I was going to pay for it or manage the time to do it. I just did it. And then um, had a friend who was a violinist who pointed me to a really simple self-study book on music theory. And so suddenly Mm. my daily life became filled with this interest. And I noticed Mm. that after about three weeks into it that I felt calmer, I felt happier, I felt more contented. And so this Mm. isn't about my relative skill at playing the bass. I mean, I just picked it up eight months ago, so I don't think Santana is going to call me. Right. (laughs) But what has happened here is that my, my life is more peaceful, and because of that I have more to offer the rest of my life, to my clients, to my living, to the relationships that I keep close. You know, so it's about Mm -hmm. quality of living and not just about Mm -hmm. the quantity. So really, you know, taking the time to figure out what am I interested in? What can I explore? You know, it could be anything, like someone who's always been interested in space and likes all things space. They watch a lot of science fiction or something. Right. They could then say, well, what, do, what can I do to get more interested in space? Like, how can I follow this down? They could take an astronomy course. They could watch all the documentaries that are available on space. They could get a telescope and start watching the skies. You know, there's just this way of kind of opening the door to ourselves to start spending mm-hmm. some time with what we find interesting. And that's creativity. That's innovation. Mm. I like what you say, open the door to yourself. Um, and, and the way you, you know, in your sharing, um, to me it, it takes the, the pressure off with people like, oh, i got to do this, you know, maybe i got to take up painting, i got to go do. You're really saying just look within and also what interests you. It, it's, so it sounds like it's things that you already maybe have natural interests in, but perhaps opening up more to that expanding on that you know absolutely maybe going to that right mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah just and it doesn't have to be a big thing you know it doesn't have to be a huge investment okay so now i'm going to go to graduate school and study space right. i mean one could make right. that choice but it doesn't have to be that like artful living is about the small decisions that we make from moment to moment when we get up in the morning and the mind is already running, and we're rushing around trying to get breakfast and brush our teeth and look, you know, on our devices to see the appointment schedule. But to be able to instead decide, I'm going to get up five minutes earlier so I can just pause in this wonderful bed that I have and feel the texture of the sheets, feel the weight of the blanket on me, feel the air on my skin. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it totally shifts, you know, that externalized go, go, go into appreciation, into love for mm. this moment. It's about gratitude, mm. really, and being able to show up for what this moment is presenting and not into the, the next moment that we're approaching breathlessly. Mm-hmm. So it's not this, what I'm hearing from you, it's not really cramming yourself with more stuff and activities because that seems to be 
you know. No, no, no. What a lot of people do. No. So it's, it's, there's, it sounds like there's this inquiry or it's, it's an extension of what you're already doing, what you're interested in and maybe taking it to that next level. I think that's much more, sim- you know, simple and also easier for people to do. You know, if people would, um, you need to broadly pu- public publicize that because it's, it seems to be, it's a big, it's a big stumbling block for people, you know, and, um, you know, it happens, especially after a breakup or something, kids go leave or, mm. or, or, or kids are being pregnant, you know, that whether it seems like wherever there's space and then people read stuff or they go to someone and they, you know, says, oh, you need to get to know yourself better. You need to love yourself more. You know, after that, you need to move into self-love. And then it's the, the cramming begins, you know, or people like your client say, well, where's that going to get me? You know, or what am I supposed to do now? You know, go get a canvas. Like, so I think that's really good, <laughs> yeah. right? Insight and advice that, you know, look, look at what you're already drawn to. Look at the interest yeah, that you have and already. The exactly. starting point. And yes, and, and cultivating a little bit of stillness, a little bit of pausing. And, and you use the mm. word inquiry. That's a word I would use to just reevaluate. Mm. Because there are only mm-hmm. so many hours in the day. And I, I think we kind of get stuck or trapped into thinking we don't have any choice about what we're doing. And that's that comes from that very externalized living because we're we're kind of taking it on the chin from everyone outside us, the voices of society, the people in our lives, yes. the job, whatever, right? But but to just shift a little bit, you know, to make some intentional space to check in. Okay, do I really want to be spending my time doing this, which I've been doing for a long time? You know, there might be committees mm-hmm. people are on or you know, there's um, get-togethers with friends that always feels a little dull because they talk about things you don't really want to talk about. You know, it can really be about reevaluating the way you're spending your time and then deciding mm-hmm. to make some space to, to ask deeper questions. What do I really mm-hmm. want to be doing my time? What do I want to be doing with my time? And how do I want it to make me feel? And then that goes another step of mm-hmm. how the things we're doing in our life makes us feel. And that's where meditation becomes mm-hmm. a really beautiful, wonderful, eternal gift, really for the rest of our lives, because it gives us a way to keep checking in and keep asking that mm-hmm. question so that we can choose mm-hmm. our life intentionally rather than just being buffeted and taken along by life. Yeah. And it will. And then other, yeah, and I did it does. I love yes. what you're saying. It does, right? The slowing down and looking. I'm amazed at what I'm finding out these days that, that I'm doing that more intentionally, to use your word. Um, the things I thought I wanted to do or, or like doing, I don't really want to do. <laughs> and uh-huh. I don't care. Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of freeing. Yeah, I um, think that's one of the gifts that comes with age. You know, that we've spent some, some hours on the planet, some days, months, and years, and we start to recognize, wow, I've been doing this for a long time, and actually I'm really sick and tired of it. What can I do yeah. instead that will feel well, better conscious. to me? Conscious. Conscious. Yeah. I see some of my colleagues still in, that are my age and older still 
the external, the external gratification. There's so much about the, the climbing and the external, which I think that maybe that does bring joy to some people. Um, but even sure. when I was younger, like a, I, it didn't bring me joy. And I think now I'm just more accepting that about myself, that I'm not Beautiful. really like that. Right? So yeah, right. That, Isn't that it too, right? Like that's the discovery part of it. So, so self-love isn't just about, oh, you're so beautiful and amazing, especially when you don't mean that. But to, you know, this it's the same trajectory as figuring out what you're interested in. Like when you start looking at what you're interested in, it gives you clues about who you are, right? And then you can start mm-hmm. appreciating when you start looking at and pursuing those things you're interested in, how it makes you feel, and then there's a way that it stimulates the brain and ideas and creativity that... I think that makes us more interesting to ourselves. Yeah. Now, Hallie, would you say, like, what I'm sharing here, would that be that that accept, is that what you're talking about with the self-love when you get to a point, and, and, you know, some people get it later, some people sooner, whatever, but that you're like, okay, I'm okay, this is how I am, you know, this is how I like being. Um, Yeah, it feels... I don't know, it's maybe a recognition. Maybe that is the self-love. Yeah, yeah. And the the step to self-love is is self-acceptance. And so if we're mm. if we're always doing what we think other people want us to do, that's going to be at, we're going to be at odds with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Especially if we haven't taken the time to really ask, is this the way I want to be living? And mm-hmm. and the way to make that shift is literally to start building those pauses into your life so that you can check into that. And then it yeah. starts to, to open and broaden. You know, it's like slipping into a portal into oneself mm-hmm. where you start to see, actually, that doesn't feel very good to me. I'm going to say no to that mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. You know, like there have been plenty of times that, you know, I'll get lots of invitations to go do stuff in a week, and they all sound really mm-hmm. interesting. One will sound more interesting than the other, generally, and usually I don't want to do all of them because I, I need time to decompress, and it's too much activity, yeah. so I'll choose one. Yeah. And that's usually the one that's informed from that self-knowledge of, this is really mm-hmm. what my spirit is telling me right now will feed me the most. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a way of giving ourselves priority in a way that I think we're not taught to, where we get That's to consider right. what we want, desire, and need, and then make our decisions from that place, and then be honest about, you know, actually, I I just don't have enough time right now to do that, mm-hmm. but thank you, think of me later, you know, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. to be really honest with the way that we're managing mm-hmm. our energy, not just our time. Love that. Managing your energy. Oh, Haley, this sounds wonderful. Now, when does your program start? Does Love Yourself or the package? Is, is it ongoing? Well, the, yeah, the package is in place. Um, I haven't had a chance to get my web designer to get it up on the website, but it is, um, the, it's a 12-week program that includes the nine-week meditation program which comes with um, three audio practices that can be used forever. 
And that gives people something to work with at home with practicing the techniques way beyond the program. And then the the package also really includes personalized attention towards way people feel they don't love themselves and would like to love themselves more and how to practically bring that into daily life in order to shift and, you know, keep going those extra steps to building a, a real self-love, a quality life that's yeah. artful and loving and appreciative and creative. So much stems from that. Kelly, thanks for being on the program. Thank you so much. Oh, um, it's my people can pleasure. find you at HallieBorn.com, right? That's correct. E-O-U-R-N-E. H-A-L-L-I-E-B-O-U-R-N-E.com. No, no, no E on the Hallie. So it's H-A-L-L-I, H-A-L-L-I-B-O-U-R-N-E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they can just reach oh, out and we'll, we'll find some time to talk. Sounds great. Great to Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Once again, always fun and insightful. <laughs> oh, likewise, care. likewise. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ah, great insights. Oh, my gosh. And then the chat was putting so calming. Yes, she's very calming. Uh, That was Hallie Bourne and uh, HallieBourne.com, H-A-L-L-I-B-O-U-R-N-E.com. All right, everyone. And um, also, you can go to SoulPlayground.life, the events, the happenings, uh, if you want to have any interest. If you have any guest suggestions or topic suggestions, that email is awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Lots of love and light. Until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakening conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritledliving.com. Keep awake.